Welcome to Transform the Renewed. I am glad that you're joining us today. I am Jerry Thomas Jr. And I hope that you are doing good today. We have a great topic today. And again, I'm excited that you're joining us today. And before I start off, I just want to kind of recap what we've covered over the past couple of weeks. We've talked about negativity and being able to overcome you know, negative habits. And we also talked about faith. And then we also talked about um, just the mainstream media and how that can affect you and how you may process different things. And so today I want to take it a step back, just talking about the fundamentals of what is right and what is wrong. So I hope that you enjoy today's um, topic and it's going to be very brief, just wanted to share some thoughts with you. But as I was thinking about this, because, you know, I see a lot just on social media and just, you know, even um, in actual real life, like face, you know, face to face with different people. And sometimes you wonder about what really is right and what is wrong. You know, what used to be considered wrong, you know, sometimes people may justify why they don't see it wrong. For instance, you know, using bad language, as far as I've known, has, has always been wrong. But, you know, the more and more that, I, that I've noticed, I've seen even kids, and it's like the younger that they are, they use it, and older adults may laugh at them or, you know, may not say anything. And so it's things like that that made me really wonder, you know, as well as some other situations about what really is right and what really is wrong. And I just want to share with you that there are two ways that you can look at it. One is, you know, the way that I, you know, look at it from a day-to-day perspective. It's always looking at how would God or what would God say about this? You know, what is right and what is wrong in God's viewpoint? And then also the actual law, you know, the law of the states you know, of the country, being able to understand, okay, what laws have been put in place to um, differentiate what is right and what is wrong, because, you know, both of those are different. God, of course, is the true standard. But then when you come to the laws, even as, you know, even if the laws may sound like they are, you know, strict and rigid, you know, sometimes even, you know, those who may be in higher positions do not abide by those laws. And so I just wanted to talk about what is right and what is wrong so that way we can understand how we can move forward. And so uh, for an example, if I were to just open up the Bible and like you always know, have the new King James Version, you know, the actual text. Um, so that way, you know, I can just flip through the pages. But if I were to just open up these pages and, for example, if I wanted to go through, let's say, Matthew 5. And in Matthew 5, I may wonder, okay, what is an example of right and wrong? Well, first, in order to know what is right and what's wrong, we have to understand, okay, you know, what is a commandment that God gives? And when we understand, when we see that commandment, we can understand, okay, this is what, if God calls us to do this, then this is right, okay? And so 
again, I'm going to Matthew 5, and I'm going to look at, let's see, bear me a moment. So I'm looking in verse 16. So Matthew 5, verse 16, and it reads, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Okay, so this is a command because it starts off by saying, let your light shine so that, so uh, let your light shine, so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. The part about let your light shine essentially means to allow your life to be exposed in such a way to where people can see the examples of your life you know, how are you living? Even if you are, quote unquote, by yourself, you know, what are you doing? You know, are you still walking in integrity? Can someone say that, oh, this person is a good person, like they would never do nothing dishonest, like even when nobody, when nobody is looking? Can you say that about yourself? And do you know that? And so this lets us know that, hey, in any season, we should let our light shine, but also, you know, there are two results from it. One, it says that that men may see your good works, and as a result of that, they can glorify your Father in heaven. And so this is, again, a command, and it also signifies when we do it, then that is right, because there are two, you know, results from this. One is they will see your good works, and then they will also be able to glorify your father who is in heaven. And so to avoid doing this, which would be wrong, means that you are not showing me your good works. In other words, you're showing them your bad works. And even if you're not doing anything, that is still, you know, not walking in what God has called you to. But it also says that God will be glorified. So if you do not and again, we're in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. But if you do not, you know, allow your light to shine, then you are essentially saying, God, I don't want you to get the glory from this. And you are, you know, just doing what you want to do. And I, you know, as I look at that, you know, we have to be careful with how we look at scripture and picking and choosing which things we want to do, you know, whether it feels safe or you know, if it just feels uncomfortable, we have to get out of that mindset because, you know, hell is not a good place to be at. So it's up to you to really make that decision when God calls us to do something to really take it seriously. Because, you know, at the end of, you know, this life, the life that we live, we're going to have to face him and give an answer and account for everything that we've done. You know, the Bible says whether it was good or bad or those things that just cannot even be used for the kingdom. And so I want you to keep that in mind in terms of, okay, this is good. You know, if it's a command, which, you know, I learned that a while ago is understand, okay, if, if Jesus says it or if God says it or even if, you know, one of the apostles or the saints, they said and God has given them that word to speak then it's up to us to really heed that and take it seriously because that is essentially right for us to do. But what is wrong? Well, what is wrong is not following 
in what God has called us to do. You know, God calls us to do so much, but you realize that so many people are just avoiding doing what God has called them to do, or they may adjust to, you know, how they want to do things. It's kind of like you have a boss and a boss tells you to, I want you to take this money out of the bank and I want you to drive it to another bank and put it in there. And you may say, oh, I have a, I have a different idea about it. I mean, you can, we could transfer the money, but I think my way is better. And it's not to say that your way isn't better. It, it could be actually a, a lot faster, but you have not done what was right because your boss specifically gave you instructions. And I think so many times we can, you know, quote unquote, be too smart for our own selves because we know it all. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with being able to have a, um, I guess an efficient mindset to where you think differently, but when it comes down to, okay, what is right? What is wrong? Let me do what is right, okay? If I was given a command, let me do just that. Let me not manipulate it or even do it the way I want to do it because at the end of the day, you know, God wants to know, okay, can he trust us? Can he rely on us to do that which is what it is right. And so I want to encourage you, you know, as you are going through your week, as you are on social media, whatever you're doing, I want you to keep in mind, okay, what do I know is right? You know, let me not lie. I know everybody's lying. I know everybody is, you know, trying to cheat. I know everybody is doing this and it feels good or it seems good to do, but you really have to set some standards and expectations for yourself because you don't want to just go with the flow. You have to realize water flows down a current. And if you were to think about it, if that water was to think of if that water was actually mammals or animals that was going down a current like at fast speeds and at the bottom is just nothing but logs or like a dam. And so animals crash into that. And if they do that, nine times out of 10, they either are going to die or they're going to be seriously injured. And what you want to do is you want to be able to avoid flowing with the current. You want to be able to go along your own drift, go along the drift that God has called you to do more so. You know, don't follow what everyone else is doing, even if it's popular. You have to be able to say, okay, this is right. And I am going to do just that. If you are, even if you are in a relationship and you say, hey, I know that, you know, I should give up this black book or whatever type of book or list of numbers of people that, you know, you've talked to at one point, but for some reason you're just holding on to it or you feel like, man, let me try to play it safe. You're not doing anybody any, you know, favors. And as a matter of fact, you're actually cheating on yourself because you are not holding yourself up to a higher standard. And so, Again, when we think about this concept of what is right, what is wrong, you know, in the states, there are many laws and each state may have a different law from another state. And sometimes you, you know, <clears throat> a common example is driving, you know, the speed limit is there. Everybody knows the speed limit. But then you have those who may drive, whether it's 15, 20 miles, even 30 miles 
over the speed limit, yet when they get pulled over, they feel like something was wrong, except that they were driving over the speed limit. And that's crazy because you could do wrong so much to where you think that it's right and you think it's wrong when you are convicted of it or you are, are condemned for doing it. And so I want us to really not get into that that state to where we see wrong as right. You know, that's a dangerous state to be in. But we want to make sure that we know, okay, Lord, what is your word? Also, even, you know, whether what are the laws? Because we have to realize that when we submit to the governing authorities, when we submit to the laws, you know, I forgot in the Bible where it talks about, you know, being able to submit unto governing authorities, but essentially we are walking in obedience unto God. Now, again, if what if a law is essentially sin or if it's wrong, then we shouldn't walk in that. But if it is right, if it's helping us to avoid doing something that also has other people in mind and their safety in mind, then we should take that very seriously and heed to the laws. Okay. So again, that's a short one again, you know, for you, because like I said, I just wanted to take it back, help us to really understand what is right and what is wrong, because, you know, again, we are living in a day and age where it's easy to do what you think is right to do. And it's important that we go back to, you know, this standard that helps us to put into context what is right. What does God call us to do? And because when we do that, we will be able to block out, you know, what is so easily to do that's wrong. You know, Paul talks about sin in Romans 6, Romans chapter 7, Romans 8. And it's so um, foundational. If you haven't read those books, I encourage you to read them. And it really gives you a better insight in terms of sin and how it can easily cause us to just fall or fell over and over and over again. But then the grace of God, man, the grace of God does a lot. And so I just want to encourage you with that message. Uh, make sure, you know, this week you always, you know, keep that in mind. Okay, what am I doing that is right unto you, Lord? And how can I better serve you? Because when you serve God, that is the best thing that you can do. So I just want to leave you with that. And I do have some announcements for you. So Again, uh, thank you for joining us and make sure you subscribe to our social media and our podcast at Robody1212. So I want you to do that. Make sure you subscribe to our social media and podcast at Robody1212. And if you haven't, I want you to also um, sign up for our email list. Um, make sure you go to robody.org and once you're on our webpage, uh, you may see a pop-up, put in your email information if you would like to get exclusive updates uh, from us that we have based on nutrition, lifestyle, what we talked about um, tonight, which is being transformed and renewed. We got exclusive updates for you. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure you submit your email address and we will get you added. And so last point, we want to again invite you next Thursday. Or if you're available, um, if you're not able to join the live, we also have these um, available on podcast 
and our Facebook and YouTube channel. So make sure you check us out, Robotty1212, or just type in Robotty. You'll be able to find us. We are coming to you, family. Um, for the future, we're going to have some updates um, for you. Always grow. We thank you for helping us to grow. Man, getting so much love. And so I just want to say thank you uh, for joining us, helping us to grow, because we are going to do some amazing things soon. And with that, I hope that you enjoy this Resurrection Weekend celebrating Jesus Christ. And so I pray that you have a great weekend again, and I'll talk to you later.